Special to you all. I'm Taigu and this is Tree Leaf. Hope you're well. And because we finished Genzo Khan and we're gonna go into Busho next uh, next time. I'd like as a transition to talk about a little poem that Dogen wrote on a very famous self-portrait on a portrait of himself um, it is um, a verbal description, portrait of the very man he is trying to convey with words with sounds what he is And it goes like this, just read it to you. Fresh, clear, clear spirit covers old mountain man this autumn. Donkey stares at the sky ceiling, glowing with moon floats. Nothing approaches, nothing else included. Buoyant, I let myself go, filled with gruel, filled with rice, lively flapping from head to tail, sky above, sky beneath, cloud self, water origin. His words made me smile. <laughs> so wonderful. <laughs> Now we know that um, Dogen often connects himself with um, with mountains, with natural elements. Not just because he was a man of his time, but he sees mountains and, and waters as a expression of the Sutra, the living face of the Buddha, the teaching of the Dharma. And he even dreamt a long time to settle down in the mountains and managed to do so in Fukui Prefecture, in, in the Heiji, when he was given that land. But the mountain he's talking about is the mountain of the body in Samadhi. A mountain of freedom when one can let oneself go. Just allow it to flow away. I'd like us to think how much we resist this natural movement. How much we hang on things we have, beliefs we, we feed every day. We resist aging, going, fading, disappearing, holding on this form now, so precious to us. And it is. And Zazen, Zamari, is a teaching that, let us go, 
We go up, we go forward, and of course, we do the backward step in Dogen's view. We go in all sorts of directions. We expand, literally. And we invite everything in. It is written, uh, nothing approaches. Nothing else included. Is it an exclusive thing? No, <laughs> of course not. It's very inclusive. So much so, there's nothing else to find. This practice is really wonderful. <laughs> it's a gem. It's a treasure. Because ultimately, nothing is just excluded. Nothing rejected. Utter simplicity. These words of, um, of Fisher, the Americans and teachers, have um, a great power. He used to say one I read that one day, I mean, it really, it was, it was an amazing statement. He said there's two ways to achieve no self. If you let go of the self, or if you allow the self to become everything. <laughs> Both are the same, one and the same. <laughs> I suspect they are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In Dogen's perspective, this is it. <laughs> Lively flapping. So there's no, there's nobody dying here, you know? We're not going away. <laughs> Lively flapping. <laughs> From head to tail. Not, not a bit missing. Not a parcel. Not a fragment of this body, big body, is left, left aside. So it's all brought to life, sizzling like a pot, cooked, very energetic too, sometimes, just like me today. Sky above, sky beneath, cloud self, water origin. So you know already, I think, that um, uh, young monks are called Unsu, I think, huh? living cloud and waters, to describe their wandering nature, going from uh, temple to temple, to monastery to monastery, to village, from village to village, and, and begging, and having the simple floating life of a cloud. But, that's floating, but that floating light, life and light, is just not a thing of a monk with a straw hat and, and waraji and, and a kesa. It's a thing of everybody. We're floating away. <laughs> we might think we have a solid world <laughs> made of houses, bank accounts, vaults, and, and um, jobs, and families. And, and <laughs> not really, anyway. Mm. <laughs> it's not, nothing solid, I tell you. <laughs> Been there twice. No, it goes. <laughs> it really goes. <laughs> but not just that meaning of life changing, being impermanent. It's also the very nature, the beautiful nature 
of this Buddha nature according to Dogen, which is not something that stays forever, not something that is at the core behind the veil of, of, of thoughts and flesh. If you think Buddha nature as being something hidden away, precious, as opposed to this display of illusion around, when is the point? <laughs> and I think that's what he's pointing at here. So, just read this poem a couple of times and forget it. That's the best way to actually practice poetry. Read it, be it, and forget it. Digest it. Let it become your flesh and blood and, and, and thoughts and breath. Mm, good way. Uh, another thing, I received a wonderful present. I'd like to show it to you. It comes from one of you. I, I won't say who it, is it from, but it's a beautiful, um, as you see, a beautiful rakusu, funzoe rakusu, made of different parts. And I did a little calligraphy at the back. So it's, um, it's a beautiful one. And uh, it's very touching because I've been spending my life giving rakusus and, and kissa away. I actually uh, do that all the time. <laughs> and never received any. <laughs> first time. <laughs> <There's been laughs> well, you know, always the first time. <laughs> so thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, you, you know who you are. <laughs> Take care. And have a great, great, great day. Bye-bye.